Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, we're going to do some podcasting once again here, growingingrace.org. I'm Mike Kapler with Joel Brzezinski. Hey, Joel. Hey, I love podcasting. It's a word I never would have heard 10 years ago, but it's <laughs> now we've been doing it for seven years. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> It's a good thing. I love I love this stuff. Uh, being able to talk this stuff out. I was just talking with with a friend just a little while ago before we got uh, together here to record, and just how uh, so many of the things that we need to that the, the foundation of our life in Christ and the gospel and um, and just overcoming some of the negative thoughts that we have that that bring us down. Uh, the worry, the anxiety, um, and all of that, so much of that is overcome through talking things out and through focusing on the truth, you know, through focusing on the good news, focusing on what Christ has already accomplished for us and all of that. And uh, that's one thing that we do here. Uh, we like to focus on the good news because, um, for, for just for starters, it is the good news. It's it's God's message to the world. You know, the gospel is His message to the world, and it's the power for salvation and and for life. And it also is a message that each of us in our daily lives could really use, could hear, need to hear every single day of our lives. And so it's good that we get together and uh, do things like this. And uh, perhaps if you're out there listening, uh, not just our podcast, but if you can get your ears tuned into the good news on a regular basis, I, you know, you, a person can see their life just turn around, you know, in, in, in a hurry. Although, you know, sometimes growing does take time, but the good news is what we all need. Yeah, like you said, talking these things out can make a real difference. I mean, uh, allowing light uh, to, to permeate us. I mean, it, it reveals things. Um, when, when the light is shining and we're aware of it, uh, things just become revealed. And I, I know you and I have both experienced this, even doing over all these years of doing these podcasts. Sometimes while we're doing them, we run into situations where all of a sudden something would hit us. Mm-hmm. Just, from ta- just from talking it out, we were like, we'd be like, oh, wait a minute. We, we may not have pointed it out while we were recording but it was like, hey, when we were talking about that, it just kind of hit me what this really means. And uh, so you just never know, you know, what, what you're going to learn. And uh, we're just excited that uh, you've chosen uh, to take some time with us here today. And feel free to share our podcast with somebody who, who needs to get out from under all the religious stuff that's that's hindering them from enjoying life in Christ. Yeah, and you can find all of our past po- uh, podcast archives at growingingrace.org. Uh, this is like number, I don't know, 360-something, 370-something like that. I can't remember what number we're on, but we've done a lot of them, so you can search that. And just by the way, I've also started just recently a brand new thing where I just take one to three minutes and just try to throw something encouraging out there. It's just a brand new little podcast that I've begun myself, and you can uh, you can find a link for that at org as well. Well, Cap, last week... Uh, we were talking about confession of sin and uh, how you know so many people can be freed up by realizing that they have already been forgiven of all sin, everything. It was not through 
their confession. I mean, yeah, First John 1, 9 talks about if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we talked about how that is talking to unbelievers so that they can make that, uh, you know, they can understand that, yes, sin is real. I have sinned. I've fallen short of the glory of God. And, they, and then they turn and confess Christ, that one confession that's needed. They confess Christ. And then, as um, I think Paul says, they were, or uh, maybe it's a different person. I can't remember. But they say, he says they receive the forgiveness of sins. And, and you're f- cleansed and forgiven forever. No matter what your actions are, you're all, you always remain in a state of forgiveness. And so, you know, what about this, you know, Cap, some people try to, um, they still have this thing going on where they're trying to overcome sin. They're, they're trying to um, keep themselves right with God through what they do. I don't know, there's, there's different ways of, word, uh, of wording what we're trying to talk about today, but Cap, what, what, what are your thoughts in, um, you know, in people, now that they've been forgiven, but yet not really necessarily knowing the truth and, and trying to still overcome sin themselves? Well, I hope, I hope everyone was listening real closely to what you were just saying, because that was a mouthful right there, uh, to, to realize that we are in a state of constant forgiveness, I don't know if that message is getting out, uh, you know, in the religious world. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people are hearing that when they go to church on Sunday. I, this, is, this is a big deal. To, to come into a, a true understanding, a revealing of, uh, in your heart and in your mind that you are forgiven. Why? Because of the finished work of Jesus Christ, not because of anything that you and I ha- have done uh, to try and get everything right. So to try to focus on overcoming our sins, ultimately, and this is what we want to get into, ultimately what it's going to do is is cause the opposite effect. You and me trying to overcome individual sins in our lives and focusing on that is actually going to cause us to have even more problems in doing the, the overcoming. Because you see, you and I are not called in this new covenant, we are not called to try to overcome our sins. So much of what we try to do as believers, unfortunately, uh, focuses on something that Jesus has already done for us. Yep, exactly. And, uh, you know, the overcoming of sin, exactly, was done by Jesus Christ. And, you know, our behavior, of course, is going to vary. It's going to go up and down. It's going to go left and right. We're going to vary in our behavior. Uh, We're not going to live perfectly in these bodies. But, see, the forgiveness of sins (laughs) was never based upon our behavior. It was based upon the blood of Jesus. And overcoming sin, overcoming the, the things that we do, was never based upon our behavior, our trying to do it, but again, it goes back to the blood of Jesus, you know, the finished work of Jesus. I, I'm just looking here at my my cell phone, it's sitting here charging, and uh, just as maybe a little example, um, the battery was dying, it was dead. Now, I could sit here and um, just worry about the fact that my cell phone is dying. I could just worry about it. And what am I going to do? My cell phone, the battery is dying. What am I going to do? And of course, that does nothing to help. And, and in fact, as I sit here and think about it, um, it just, it, the battery drains all the more. I don't sit here and focus on the problem 
But what I do is I, I sit here and I focus on the solution. I grab my charger and I plug it in and then it starts charging. It's the same thing, you know, with, with our trying to overcome the different things that are going on in our lives. If we just sit here and focus on how horrible we are or on how bad we've been or the various sins in our lives, it doesn't do anything except it gets worse and worse and worse. You know, some, some people would call it down, a downward spiral. And I think a lot of people, without having that understanding that they're already forgiven of all sins, uh, they walk around in guilt and in shame, and they just go into that downward spiral because the truth hasn't been revealed to them that they are already forgiven and that the source that they need to plug into, so to speak, is Jesus Christ himself rather than the source being trying to strive and struggle to overcome sins themselves. It all, it, it always comes back to the cross. It comes back to the power of Jesus Christ in us. Yeah, self-discipline is not going to work in this area because, you see, Jesus already defeated sin. I mean, he did that for us. He conquered it. We don't have to try to conquer our sins because Jesus already defeated sin. He, he's, the, he's the one who conquered it. Uh, so, we don't have to try to do what he has already accomplished. And let me just mention this because we, we talked about it before coming on, Joel. Uh, we're, we're, what is that passage here? Romans 5.20. Ask people today, and you're listening right now, why do you think the commandments, the law of Moses was given? Do you think it was given to try to help decrease sin in the life of the Israelites? Uh, do you think that it was there to try to, to squelch it somehow when actually... Uh, what Romans 5.20 tells us, well, it says that the law came, the commandments came, so that the transgression would increase. That's the reason God gave the law. The transgressions would increase. When, when is the last time you heard that in church lately? I mean, come on now. Come on, don't leave me hanging. Give me five. Uh, now, seriously, though, this, that the law was given so that the transgressions might increase. Forget about trying to keep the commandments. Forget about trying to follow religious rules, uh, the moral code. They will leave you in a place of emptiness and utter frustration. You're not going to be able to accomplish that. Jesus has already accomplished it. So why did God do that? Why did he give the law to, to cause the transgression to increase or to, to entice people to sin, uh, Paul said in another place in Romans. It was to bring us to the end of ourselves, to realize how what we couldn't do on our own and how we had to trust in the grace that God provided through Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. If you, if you, you know, even though uh, Paul said that the Jews had to die to the law in order to be joined to Christ, uh, and, and, the, and the reason for that was because, just as you say, the law entered that the transgression or the offense might abound, might increase. And so, indeed, he did that because... People needed to be brought to the end of themselves and realize that through self-effort, through law-keeping, through trying to be good, however we want to word it, people could not gain righteousness. And, you know, Paul talks elsewhere about how the Jews were uh, ignorant of God's righteousness because they were trying to do it by themselves. They were trying to earn it through what they did, through the keeping of the law. But the, uh, that is not the way that a person can become righteous, and so... Sin increased. Uh, you know, the, I think you were alluding to also Romans 7, 5. It says, uh, for when we are in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law. And when do you hear that one preached as well? The sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. 
that's what the law does. That's what comes through the law, death. And God knew that that would happen. But he also knew what the answer would be. We need life, and life and overcoming comes through Jesus Christ himself. The blood of Jesus was shed for us, and then he died, and he rose again, and we, we join him, we join together with him in his life. That's where the answer is. It's in the life of Jesus Christ. It's not in our own attempts at overcoming or trying and striving to make ourselves right with God. Exactly. So, it, so we're not suggesting, I hope somebody didn't misinterpret what we're saying here. That would be a first if somebody would have misinterpreted us. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. we're, not, we're not saying that behavior isn't important. We're just saying a lot of people, a good Christian Bible-believing people, uh, people who are really sincere, are, are going about it the wrong way, you see, because there, there's no method. Your method, my method, a 10-point plan on how to overcome uh, a three-point sermon, uh, none of those things are going to work. Uh, the life of Christ in us, resting in that, understanding what has been provided to us through that finished work. And you were talking about forgiveness earlier in the program, and I liked how you said that. That's, that's where we're living now, a constant state of forgiveness. And there's so much more to talk about this, and we'll, we'll get into some other things perhaps next week in, in regards to consciousness of sins and uh, how we can rest in Christ and not have to worry about that anymore either. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.